cold outside, so I had to get warm. That's what I was thinking about, get, <laughs> getting warm. So I did, I think I got warm enough. Car again, and that pass is up in the air, intercepted. Intercepted, the Chargers have it, a flag comes in late. Wow. As of right now, it's a Bryce Callahan TD. Let's see what the flag is. Asante got the tip, Callahan with the pick. The group of guys just goes to work, and uh, they believe in the game plan, and they've got a lot of confidence right now. They trust the guy next to them, and, uh, and we're, we're clicking right now. We're clicking at the right time. We had our horses back, and we, you could feel it on Wednesday, uh, you know, with Josh and, and DJ, and obviously Swift with his progression now, where he's at. You know, th those guys make a huge difference. You know, they're they're some of our best players, and getting them on the field and getting them the ball uh, typically results in good things. Just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Grainy's grades. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Grainy's grades. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Grainy's grades. God damn it, I hate Jack Paddock! Who, who got their horses back? The Lions, they got their horses back. Oh, they crushed the Jags, too. Look at the Detroit Lions. That's a fun team. I don't know if that's a good team, but that's a fun team. Coach of the year? Is he? I mean, he's got uh, my vote. I'm not sure. Mike maybe, maybe Miami. Although maybe. yesterday didn't help him. Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They got Tua. Tua looks like a superstar because of Mike McDaniel. I'm voting for Mike McDaniel. I don't even have a vote in the coach of the year. Is that even, is that even a media vote? I don't have any idea. It's a media vote. All right. Grady's great. Do you want to give some grades out for the Yeah, Raiders? let's go. All right. First thing to grade. The flea flicker touchdown uh, to Devontae Adams. A plus. A plus. What a call by Josh McDaniels. He, they've been running running down uh, the throat of the Chargers, been going with Josh Jacobs, and then the Chargers had to bite on that. I thought it was a great call. Josh, he got an A in the paper today on the coaching. Oh, oh it's a big, you. yeah. Come a. on, Josh. Come on. Uh, I am going to hand out an F. F. To the Chargers. Okay. Uh Again, I don't know anywhere that actually tracks this, but the Raiders have to lead the league in flea flicker plays. This has got to be the fourth time they've called yeah. a flea flicker this season. What are you doing, Chargers? This isn't like, hey, we they sprung this on us and we hadn't seen it. They're running the flea flicker damn near every week. Figure it out. And guess what? Cover Devontae Adams. I was going to say they can run it every week, but it seems like it's successful. <laughs> I was actually just going to say, does again, I had to flip over from the Chiefs disaster. Does it feel like Devontae Adams has always got a guy falling down? This has happened a well, lot. Yes, well, yes. like he's running and whoever's supposed to cover him yes. just falls down. So he's wide open. He did the same like, thing I, on that crossing pattern. Where I the literally, guy just absolutely I, fell down. I'll be like, how the hell did he get that open? Yeah. Like it's not, car's not threading the needle all that yeah. often. It's. Oh, oh, they did the, the all 22? Oh, yep. No, his guy just sort of fell over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very strange. He's very fast, Jared. He runs very fast, and you've got to fall down to keep up with him. All right. Next topic to grade. 
Justin Herbert's touchdown pass to Keenan Allen on fourth and 12. AF. AF. I loved the uh, pass, and it was a great uh, catch by Keenan Allen, but fourth and 12, I don't know if you can give that up if you're the Raiders. Oh, no. I mean, the good news is they were up 14, so that touchdown, you still had the lead after it. If that was like you're up by four, then that's a disaster. Um, That gets uh, an A+. A+. For Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen, because Herbert did a very good job to get outside of the pocket. And Keenan Allen did a good job to make the play. But the real grade here, Max Crosby, F. F. The key on this play, what the Raiders did so well the entire game, not only were they getting pressure on Justin Herbert, there was nowhere for Herbert to scramble to extend the play. Except on this play, Max Crosby, I think he tried a spin move to go inside. And because he did that and got stuffed, Justin Herbert had the whole right side of the field to break out of the pocket and throw this ball down the field. It is probably the only time in the game that the Raiders defensive line did something wrong and Herbert and Keenan Allen took advantage of it. Otherwise, they were as dominant yeah. as we've seen a defensive line. I'm watching. He spun inside. Herbert was already did, Herbert was already scrambling outside. He was already out of the pocket. Yeah. If uh, it had been any kind of normal play where Crosby just beats his guy and gets double teamed or whatever was happening, uh, Herbert might not have that lane to scramble to the right and they probably don't give up the touchdown. But Still a tremendous play. And by the way, that's the play that make people be like, oh, this Justin Herbert guy's a superstar. Yeah. Like the, the thing with Herbert is yesterday, I thought he played terribly. Like there were so many throws where I was like, well, what happened there? Even with the pressure, I was like, he's still got to be better than that. And then he made that throw and I'm like, Jesus, this guy's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's like, there's such a wide variance between he's going to make the most incredible throw you've seen. And he's also going to miss a 12 yard crosser that would have given yeah. him a first down in the second quarter. Had a lot of pressure on him yesterday. He did. He Every did. Time he I looked up, there were guys in his face. I still thought he should have been better. Like if you're the chargers and you're going to win and Justin Herbert's supposed to be the guy, I still thought he should have been better yesterday. Uh, next topic, Chandler Jones. We don't have an, we don't have an S do we? I'm going to say solid. A. Solid. Oh, okay. A, unsolid. Um, a, solid. So I'll do A for Chandler Jones. I mean, look, he had a half a sack coming in. He had three. No matter what, uh, that's a great day. Could have had five. He said that afterwards. He got close on two others, and Herbert got away. So imagine that had he had five. Uh, the unsolid is the poor kid trying to block him. <laughs> that poor kid. <laughs> Six-round rookie out of Georgia. Um, they just put him on an island and said, good luck to you. We're not helping you at all, uh, which was amazing. They, they they are so beat up in the offensive line, the Chargers, they couldn't help that kid at all. They just put him out there and said, you're going to get beat every play. Uh, obviously, Chandler Jones deserves an A. A. Uh, that's what they were expecting from him. And the poor sixth-round rookie, uh, we're just not going to grade him today. Incomplete. Um, but this, <laughs> that is that is what it is. Yes. Incomplete. For the sixth round pick, probably because he won't be on the roster after <laughs> Next, after tomorrow. this season. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Well, do they even have another offensive line? Yeah, that's the thing. He's going to have to stay in the roster because they're they're too beat up. They might move Khalil Mack to left tackle uh, next week, but that's actually where I'm taking this grade. Khalil Mack gets an F. F. If you would come into this game and you told me somebody's going to have three sacks, either Khalil Mack or Chandler Jones, <laughs> I would have taken Khalil yes. Mack every single time. Yes. And Khalil, did Khalil Mack make a play yesterday? I didn't hear his name like one time no, in the press I box. Don't know what he did. Don't have any clue what Khalil Mack did yesterday in that game. He was like 
the previous 11 with Chandler Jones. Right. I didn't hear his name in the press box. Right. They basically flipped roles where Chandler Jones looked phenomenal. And I have one other part of this to grade. Um, this is uh, an NFL scorekeeping grade. They get an F. F. One of Chandler Jones's sacks, actually the first one, Justin Herbert started to scramble and Chandler Jones tackled him. Justin Herbert got back to the line of scrimmage. I don't feel like that should be a sack. He got all the way back to it? Yeah, it was a it was a sack no, for I zero think it has yards. To be, it should be negative yards right. for a sack. A sack for negative. zero yeah, yards. I agree with you on that. I, I feel like stat-keeping-wise yeah. should just be a regular Minus tackle. one, it's a sack. Right. Because your sack is just like stuffing a running Asterisk. back at the line of scrimmage. So there you go. Just stat-keeping-wise, it is a sack, but NFL stat-keeping should, should be just a tackle for Chandler Jones. All right. Daniel Carlson's 52-yard field goal that he missed the first time he's missed in Allegiant Stadium. I love the kid, but he gets an F. F. 47 wow. straight. Wow. Had never missed. We're not giving him credit I don't for the think, 47 I, no, straight? No, I don't think, I don't think 52 is too much for this kid. I think not, he, he made a 55-yarder he's, he's a pro bowler. He's yeah. a pro bowler. Inside? <laughs> Inside 52. That should be like a 30. That should be like a 30-yarder. I, I can't. And usually he'd get an A all around. It was not Daniel Carlson's fault. You know whose fault it was and who gets an F? F. Josh McDaniels. Because nine seconds left, a third and five, and he sends out the kicker. Run a damn play and get some yards. What are you doing? It's 52. It's not a guarantee. Make it a 45 Boy, they really believe in him. And he missed. They no, lost I know, I know, but I'm saying they, they just don't think he'd ever miss there. Well... He made 47 straight and never missed in the stadium. This is two weeks in a row. Josh McDaniels has just thrown yes. downs away. 14 seconds to last week. Right. He had plenty of time to throw it to the end zone last week at the end of the first half against Seattle. And this week, not run a run an out pattern. If it's not there, throw it away and kick the field. They had nine seconds. Yeah. And it was third down, not fourth down. I don't know why Josh McDaniels keeps throwing downs away. They've won both of the last two games but not because of McDaniels and his downs that he's throwing away. Like, come on, let's make it a little e- Like, you're supposed to put your players in the best position to win the game, and he's not doing that because he's taking, ah, second down, kick the field goal. Third down, yeah, he's winning kick games. the field goal. They're five and three seven. Straight, three they're straight. They're five and seven. He's on fire, this guy. They're five and seven. Yeah, they're winning games now after they started two and seven. Run a damn play. All right, the Chargers running a fake punt on third and three from their own 39. C. C. I'm giving them a C because I like the call, but then they didn't do anything with it. Right. So if you make if you write if you make that call, that's great. But then at least go score a field goal. I mean, do so, get something out of it. And they they got nothing out of the Jacobs fumble, and they got nothing out of the fake punt. Here's I'm I'm giving it an incomplete for right now because incomplete. I have an important question. Do we know if that was a call? From the sideline, or was that a hey? He saw something. If you if you tell your players in pre, you know, if the you week leading up, if you see this, we're gonna fake it and you know, direct snap or the punter throws it, whatever. We're gonna fake it and run this play. I always am fascinated when it's that scenario of hey, if you see this, fake it. The the random up back who plays ten snaps a game and they're all on special teams, he's got to make the decision. We're running the fake, boys. <laughs> I, I'm i always like, I don't know if that guy is always excited because, oh, this is or my moment. Or nervous as heck. Or if he's like, if I blow this, 
This I'm in is trouble. all we're I'm talking about. I've yeah. been on the roster next yeah. week. I love that. So I hope this was a, the players called it because of what they saw. And it was, oh. It was not Staley calling. Right. And it was, oh, this is going either very poorly or very well for me as the, uh, whichever guy on the special teams unit has to make that decision. Don't you Uh, think it was Staley given his aft for numbers? He he would have just gone for it. He would have just left Herbert on the field. Like, if you're doing uh, it from an analytic standpoint, you just leave the offense right. on the field. Like, you don't trust the you, up back. You don't go, you don't go, all right, all, we're, all the fourth and fifth straight guys, the offense is on you. <laughs> we need this. So I kind of believe it was, hey, we saw this. In, this is what we expected, and if we saw it, there was a hole, and we would get the four, four yards, yards or whatever they yards. needed. Um, next one to grade, the Raiders kicking a 25-yard field goal on fourth and one. Well, I'm going to say, given I know what you're going to say, I'll go completely opposite, and I'll say A. A. Because I know what you're going to say. You're going to go complete opposite. Unbelievable. The Raiders in this game did not. Jared didn't even have to hear you say it. They did not have a single play for negative yardage. Not a single one for negative yardage. Josh Jacobs literally can't be stopped at the moment. And on a fourth and one, they sent out the field goal unit for a 25-yarder. Just give him the ball. Just hand it off to Josh Jacobs. It's like a gar- or run a quarterback sneak. I know Carr doesn't do that, but what are we doing here? You got Jakob. Jakob's never carried the Jakob's ball today. That would have the been ball. the first. What a trick play! Never that would carried be. the ball. Oh, they, you can't prepare for that. Staley in his post. Well, they gave it to the fullback. He's on never had a carry one. in the history of his career. We weren't prepared for that. No. All right. There was no tape. All right. No tape. Last one to grade the Raiders' offensive line. I'm giving them an A. A. I think that they played really, really well. Zero negative plays for the Raiders. Yeah. Not a sack. No running back stuffed in the back. For there are a couple times Jacobs got stuffed right at the line of scrimmage, but it's going to happen. He's going to get like twenty something carries. You're going to have not all of them are going to be great. Best game of the season for them. Yeah, like the phenomenal game, uh, and especially when you consider that you're going up what should be a good defensive line. Phenomenal game for this offensive line. If they had been doing that all season. We would have been like, wow, McDaniels and Ziggler really nailed this. Yeah, they didn't go out and get anyone because they knew right. they could get these guys playing well. But it took them till you know, the what 12th game of the season right. for them to have that type of game. And they're five and seven. They've got to basically have a miracle to get to the playoffs. But for that game, A plus could a not have been better. Plus. Phenomenal game by the offensive line and maybe gives you some hope that they can keep doing that the rest of the season. All right. Coming up next, it's Bischoff's Briefs. Bischoff's briefs. How was the game? Not very good. Have you ever seen a good hockey game? No, me neither. I love sports. I just can't get next to hockey. Bischoff's briefs. See, I think Americans like to savor situations. One down, bottom of the ninth. One run game, first and third. Left-handed batter, right-hand reliever. Infield, a double play depth. Here's the pitch. Bischoff's briefs. What's going in hockey? It seems to come out of nowhere. The play-by-play guy is always shocked. Le Petit. Passes to Huckenshuck, who skates past the blue line. Huckenshuck, of course, was traded from Winnipeg for a case of Labatt's after sitting out last season with, oh my God, he scores! Bischoff's Briefs. Japan and Croatia are into the 111th minute, still tied at one. They're going to play about nine more minutes, and if there is not a winner, they will go to penalties to decide who is advancing to the quarterfinals. The United States got beat by the Netherlands three to one over the weekend, knocking the United States out of the World Cup. First off, the Netherlands, 
Um, they continued scoring a ridiculous amount of goals despite not creating a ton of chances. Their expected goals in that game was 1.6, and they scored three times for the tournament. Their expected goals is 4.3, and they have scored eight so far in the World Cup. Obviously, we needed the Netherlands to miss some of those chances. I think they had, uh, I think you'd say they had four really good chances, and they scored on three of them. The other one, Matt Turner, made a double save. Um, but here's the interesting detail that is both good and bad for the United States. The Netherlands, who is a top 10 team in the world, gave us the ball. For the entirety of that game, they gave the United States the ball. They allowed us to have possession. First off, the good part of that, a top 10 team in the world played the United States and decided we can't dominate them by simply keeping the ball. A top 10 team in the world looked at this and said, we can't just overrun the United States. We've got to try to beat them with the counterattack, right? We'll give them the ball and we'll try to beat them with the counterattack. That is a phenomenal sign of respect. It's a moral victory that I'm going on about right Uh now. But that that is absolutely a good team looking at the U.S. and saying... We need to play a different way to try to beat them because in the group stage when the Netherlands um, played Qatar and Ecuador and um, Senegal, um, they they dominated possession in all three of those games, right? They, that was not how they played in those first three games. The Netherlands changed how they played to play the United States, right? That's a top 10 team in the world looking at us and saying, we've got to change how we play, which is a great sign of respect because if you go and look at our game against England... England didn't give us the ball. England tried to just dominate us and run us over. And we played really well in that game. We played equal to England, if not better in that game. So absolutely a moral victory. uh, But it is a sign of respect from a really good team. Would Brazil do that? No, Brazil would probably run through us. Would France do that? Probably not. But a team that's in the top 10 did that. Now, the bad side of that, that was absolutely the perfect way to beat us. That was 100% the perfect way to beat the United States because the Netherlands basically said, we're going to sit behind the ball and we're going to make the United States make, you know, three or more perfect passes to score on us. And we couldn't, well, we did score one goal, but we basically couldn't do it. They clogged up the midfield and they gave our center backs a whole bunch of space. Our center backs are not exactly great distributors, um, but they gave us the ball and took away our strength. And the way the United States was scoring, we needed the Netherlands to make mistakes. And they actually did. Christian Pulisic had a chance in the first 10 minutes that he missed uh, off the the Dutch, just forgot about him. Tim Ream actually had a really good chance, too. And then we did score a goal where the Netherlands didn't really clear a corner, and we sent it right back in. But we only really capitalized on one. Meanwhile, the Netherlands capitalized on basically any mistake that we made. Right. Uh, All three Netherlands goals were because somebody sort of fell asleep defensively. Tyler Adams got beat on a run by Memphis to pay on the first one. And then Serginho Dest and uh, Anthony Robinson, our fullbacks, got both forgot about a guy who was in the box. Um, But that was the perfect way to beat the United States. The Netherlands, even though it's like a good sign for the U.S., it was absolutely what they should have done to beat us. And it worked perfectly. Um, Now, I don't say this jokingly. For me, between now and the 2026 World Cup, I believe we should be in a position where we can win the 2026 World Cup. Okay, because of the youth and how it will develop? So, right now, uh, first off, the World Cup is at home. 
North we're going to play. We might yeah. play a knockout stage game in Mexico or Canada, depending on the schedule is, but we're probably right. going to play every game of that tournament in the United States. In 2022, the United States played six home games. We won five and drew one. In 2022, we played 10 games outside of the U.S. We won one of them. That was against Iran in the World Cup. We drew five and lost four. We are unbelievably good at home. We kind of suck when we're outside of the United States. All of our games will be in the United States in the World Cup. Also, if you go through like our best players, Weston McKinney, uh, Gio Reyna, Tyler Adams, Musa, Pulisic, Wea Reyna, Aronson, they are all under the age of 24. The, our best players are not even going to be 30 for the next World Cup. They're all going to be basically between 28 and 24. We only played one guy in this tournament that's over the age of 30, and that was Tim Ream, right? This, this team is extremely young, and we played pretty well in this tournament. We're going to hopefully be better. And I, I would say this, if there is a group of three or four kids that are like 18 right now, and by the next World Cup, they're 22, they're Serginho Dest, they're uh, Tyler Adams, they're Weston McKinney, we're going to be a top six team in the world and have a legitimate chance. We're, pro- we're not going to be the favorite, but we should be in that second tier, right? It'll be like this year, it's France, Brazil, Argentina, England. England is probably the top tier. And then the second tier is Spain, Portugal, the Netherlands. We should be in that second tier, whatever countries it is. We should be in that second tier that it's like, they're probably not going to win it, but they've got a really good chance to make the semis. And if a game or two goes right, they can win the world cup. Mm -hmm. That should be us in 2026. That's my genuine expectation for when we host the world cup, that they can win it, that they can win it. They'll be in tier two. It's not going to be win the world cup or it's a complete failure. Like it would be for France or Brazil this year, but we should be in that tier two, like the Netherlands is this year where, they could win this thing. They're not a favorite, but they could win this thing and very easily should, could or should be in the semis. Degenerate smiling. He's already thinking about the bets he's going to make. <laughs> he's going to be he's at some thinking, of the games. He's going to be at some of the games. Gonna, he said he told us he's flying to Mexico. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Um, breaking news before we talk to John Sassenti, Justin Verlander, New York Mets. With Schilling. Mets are in agreement with a contract to sign Justin Verlander. So the Dodgers miss out on DeGrom and, and Verlander. That's great. That's great. I'm happy today. Coming up next. Day. Yeah, I love it. John Zacenti from the Las Vegas Bowl joins the show. Zimmerman recovers. He yell and resets. Pulisic's going to get there. Pulisic running into the middle. It's a good touch. And it's in. DLS has scored. 15 minutes to go. Did Haji Ryan get the touch? The United States have gone away. It's the press box with Graney and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas. Two updates. Japan and Croatia are going to penalties to decide who goes to the quarterfinals. And if you missed it right before the break, Justin Verlander signed a two-year deal with the New York Mets. $43 million a year. With an option for 25 for sure. For Justin Verlander. Yeah. All right. It's a lot of money, but uh, not a long contract for the match. Joining us now from the Las Vegas Bowl is John Sassenti. Good morning, John. How Hello, are Johnny? you? Terrible segue about somebody making a lot of money and then you come to me. <laughs> ah, come on. <laughs> All right. I have an important question for you as an Ole Miss grad. How many SEC teams were in play in the final week and where is Ole Miss and why aren't they coming to Vegas for me? Well, I think it might have something to do with the the NFL team that he once played for, and I don't think he was excited about coming back and playing in that building. <laughs> Lane Kiffin staying really? away from Mark Davis. That's great. <laughs> it's a great part of the story. Yeah, Ole Miss was definitely in the equa- in the equation. Mississippi State was in the equation. Uh, we thought we had a good 
we thought we had pretty good storylines with, with, with Ole Miss and, and Lane Kiffin returning to the Raiders' home. And uh, Mississippi State has uh, dubbed themselves Stark Vegas. Um, we thought there was a good storyline there. Interesting enough, when we were looking at Oregon State, we thought South Carolina, and you could use your imagination on that one, I think it would have been a marketer's <laughs> dream, but I don't think uh, anybody would have, would have actually let, let, that one, let that one go off. And so uh, at the end of the day, we, we think we got a great brand and we got a team that probably is a little bit better than their record showed. Um, if you saw what, I mean, obviously we all saw what Utah did to um, USC in the, in the Pac-12 championship game. And Florida is the team that beat Utah at the beginning of the year. So it tells you how good of a football team they actually are. John, I am so glad that you just told us that it was at one point a conversation or at least a thought that the mascots or the nicknames of Oregon state and South Carolina is something that <laughs> actually came into play. That is phenomenal. Listen, I, I, I made a joke about it back in September, October. And I think uh, one of our guys in the programming at, at ESPN said, yeah, we can do that, but we're both probably going to be looking for jobs. <laughs> next year. Uh, but I'll tell you what, we could, we could have had a lot of fun with that one. A lot of what you do is about traveling. Uh, you're making these decisions in these teams. How do you think this will go? So far, so good, man. We, we got off to a really good start yesterday. Um, the, the second we announced Oregon State, the second that we announced Florida, um, tickets started moving locally. Um, their box offices were very, very cra- uh, crazy going. Listen, the, 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 the thing that we had going for each team is, one, Flo- this is, this is a, not a traditional bowl destination for Florida. They, are, they traditionally go to games that were, are within their driving footprint. And, um, and that's kind of their norm. So this is very, very unusual for them. It's a destination that obviously people, people know about, people are attracted to. Um, the one thing that we, we learned through this whole process is Florida has a ton of living alums and, and, and active living alums, and you'd be shocked at how many of them are, are, are currently on the West Coast between Orange County, Los Angeles, um, uh, Northern California, Denver, Phoenix, uh, there are a lot of Florida alums out West. And so that, that obviously was very attractive to us too. Oregon state, just a little bit different where they're obviously on the West coast and, and they've been in our game uh, two times before, but the last time wasn't, was in 2009. So it's been quite some time. Uh, Oregon state had only been to a bowl game once in the last 10 years. They've had a rough go at it. And so if they get a chance to play an sec team, they're coming off a big win against their rival in Oregon, they're ranked 14th in the country, and they get an opportunity to come to Vegas. Their their fan base is certainly fired up. I'm I'm curious how much how much like does that matter when you're looking at teams for an Oregon State who they haven't you know it's the most wins they've had I think it's 2012 or something like that like it's a hey best season in a decade type thing and the fans you would think are more excited like how much does that matter to you guys when you are looking at possible teams that hey this is a team that's having a season they haven't had in 10 years. So we have a um, we actually present to our entire committee a a, a research report that outlines um, a number a number of different metrics and data points, um, which include um, and 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 the and the guy that heads this up on our committee is a former Raiders employee who did um, all the research and all the data all, all the analytics for the PSLs and for the stadium, um, et cetera, et cetera. Brilliant, brilliant dude, and he works directly with the Convention and Business Authority on the travel side of things. So we do one of the categories is momentum. One of the categories is bowl travel from last year. Um, another one is, um, you know, 
ease to get to Las Vegas, which is flight loads out of the city. Um, another one is, is football. We have a, a, a retired football coach now who is breaking down, um, you know, what the teams look like on the field and what would be a good matchup. We throw these five or six different data points and data categories into one, one big thing, and we, we, we present a grade at the end, and we try to figure out which team, um, which team would be the best fit for us. We, 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 we've come a long way from sitting in somebody's home bar throwing darts against the dartboard uh, we're actually using a lot of a lot of data, a lot of information, and we're trying to make the best decision. At the end of the day, Oregon State had a lot going for it, right? The, the travel down here is just as easy as it is for them as it is for Oregon. They beat Oregon head to head. They were they're ranked higher than Oregon. Um, you know, when 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 you look at those two head to head, and obviously UCLA was the was the next one in the mix. Those were the three teams we were looking at. Um, Oregon State uh, came up came up pretty well. And part of that was momentum coming into the game. Um, and, and, and how, how, um, how excited their fan base was that they're, they're, they're kind of back and playing good football. Should we let you know there's no such thing as momentum? <laughs> there is a ton no, uh, 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 of does momentum. Not exist. Come on. Okay. I, Ed, you, you, you and I, you and I will sit down. We'll go through some of these, we we'll go some of these down, teams that are not excited to be in games and some that are excited to be in games. And we'll, we'll, we'll see how they, uh, how they project out. <laughs> uh, it's been reported and we've seen it. Uh, do you expect this game to kick off at four thirty? Uh, that, that is our hope. I mean, listen, the Raiders have done everything that we could have hoped for. Uh, they they won their three three last games. Uh, there's still a storyline between um, you know Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick, right, and right. they won three games in a row, and they run three games in a row in 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 great fashion. So if we don't, I, I have to question somebody in the New York office, and and I and I'd, I'd be very very shocked because they did everything we needed them to do. Uh, he is John Sassenti from the Las Vegas Bowl. It is Oregon State and Florida. That is your matchup this year in the Las Vegas Bowl, uh, that game on December 17th on a Saturday. John, as always, we appreciate momentum, it. Momentum, baby, momentum. Come on. <laughs> Granny, we're, we're, we'll go through the schedule, you and I. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'm Thanks. just happy that you got me back on. I thought we weren't friends anymore. It's been so long. Oh, well, you don't oh, give me any wow. scoops. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at this. Thanks, John. Thanks, Johnny. All right, take care. Thanks, Bye. So there is John Sassenti from the Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, very glad that they considered at one point the South Carolina Gamecocks and the Oregon Beavers solely for the nickname matchup. That would have been phenomenal. Uh, at the moment, Croatia leads Japan 2-1 on penalties. They have both taken three shots. Japan missed their first two. Croatia just missed one. Uh, so Japan still holding on to a slight lifeline. But right now, wait, what do you want to say about Ed, Jared? Oh, I'm just, uh, how happy are you, Ed? Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, 20 million for a year. Oh, he's back in LA? Yeah, 20 million. All right. He actually got a raise. The so hot stove. You, got, uh, you didn't get DeGrom. You didn't, didn't get Verlander. But, but, you got but Kershaw you got, back. You got Kershaw for what, 80, 90 games oh this year? Oh, my God. Japan is the worst penalty-taking team in the world. They have missed three of four. Didn't they do a? Uh, didn't Oxford like do a study that was just like just shoot straight down the middle? The guy will jump one way or the other. I don't think that's true. Um, you will score a lot if you shoot down the middle, but 
not every time. Uh, no, I okay, like it's like fifty-seven percent of the time. Now it you're works. just making numbers up. We got Golden Knights tickets to give away. If you want to watch them, go play the Philadelphia Flyers on December 9th. 702-364-1100. Be caller number nine right now, and you'll win a pair of tickets to go see the Golden Knights and Flyers. That's 702-364-1100. Be caller number nine. Croatia beats Japan. Thank you guys so much for all the support. It really it really meant a lot to us. Um, you know, we're sorry. We, we wanted it so bad. And I hope that, you know, we gave you some kind of excitement and, and, and showed you a little bit of what, you know, what this country's about, what this team is about. And... Uh, just thank you guys. You're locked in the press box. Who was thanking somebody? Who was sad? That was uh, Christian Pulisic thanking everyone and being like, we tried our best. You're the golden boot winner in 2026. Uh, Croatia <laughs> beats Japan, so they're on to the quarterfinals. Brazil plays South Korea later today, and the winner will take on Croatia in the quarters. What do you got, Jared? Congratulations to Richard. He's going to the Esports Awards. Congratulations, Nick. He's going to social distortion and congratulations, Adam. He's going to see the Philadelphia Flyers. We will be giving those away all week. Um, so we're going to have in the quarterfinals, the Netherlands takes on Argentina, Lionel Messi trying to get back to the semis, but England and France are going to play in a quarterfinal. Oh, you see London, you see France. And I'm very excited <laughs> about that game. England, France in a quarter. Yeah. Meanwhile, it'll be Croatia, Brazil, most likely, and then maybe Spain, Portugal, unless there's an upset by Morocco or Switzerland. It's too bad England and France are in a quarter. Yeah. I, um, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I think the winner of that game wins the World Cup. Uh, the, and Brazil's probably the best team to, to knock one of them off. They'd meet in the finals, but I think England or France wins the World Cup. Whoever yeah. wins that, I think will win it. France with the repeat. I don't, was Danny's mic on? Oh, you're just 10 feet away. <laughs> yeah, from he's the just mic. very I'm far just away. standing up. France with the repeat. <laughs> Have you bet it? No, I did not take any futures on this one. Why not? That's like the fun thing to do. Uh, I ran out of time. <laughs> okay, at least you ran out of time, not yeah, money. Not money. <laughs> Maybe that was code for I ran out of money <laughs> instead of running out of time. <laughs> It was code for I didn't have money in my account when the tournament started. Okay. So All right. I ran out of time now we know putting the truth. money in the account. Now we know the truth. Tyler, you might have you might have been at like the tail end of this, but it used to be you'd go on dates with people and their cell phones would run out of minutes, which was basically code for Damn, how poor are you? Wait, I, I didn't go on dates with anybody that ran out of minutes, but... Oh, yeah, no, I used to have, like... We had uh, minutes. I would be dating a girl and just be like, I haven't heard from you in, like, three weeks. And just like, yeah, I just ran out of minutes. And it's like, damn, all it right, was... I got to get you a prepaid card? <laughs> Jesus. It was uh, a limited number of text messages was always the big one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, don't, you didn't have that? I mean... A limited number of text messages. Yeah. Like, now it's... Unlimited talk and text yeah, is just yeah. normal. But yeah, like there was a minute number and yeah. hey, you have so many text messages. And I remember like the the bait, the first, the small plan or whatever, the cheapest plan started like a hundred text messages a month. Oh yeah. I had I had two hundred and that was incoming and outgoing. Yeah. So yes, I, was that I would send the longest <laughs> messages possible so that I didn't send multiples. Uh that's why when like any, I don't know, contest or something or whatever marketing that they'll send you text messages, they'll put on there and they'll be like data and whatever rates apply. Like it's basically them saying, hey, you got to text us to win something. But if you've got a limited number of texts, we're sorry, buddy. We're letting you know this counts against your text messages. 
Wow. Brutal. You don't remember that? Don't remember it. I don't wow. remember it. And Maybe I, I didn't send so, a lot of texts. This was also during a time period where Pepsi would give you iTunes codes on the bottom of their caps, and one of the ways to to uh, redeem them was through your text message. So I basically had to create a system of, all right, so I'm ba- I need to sell these iTunes codes for 80 cents so that I can make enough to get the 50 cent text <laughs> message taken care of and still oh, turn a problem. Maybe I didn't text yeah. enough. Well, right. like, yeah, I don't think I ever came close, but like my sister did for sure. Oh, I went so over, she, I went well, over my 200. So all did the they, time. they charge you more if you go over? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And it they was charged by text. Yeah. yeah. Data rate applies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to, I remember my senior year of high school when I was still on 200 texts, I came up with like, an outline and like a whole a whole spiel with my mom of why, why needed I more? needed more text messages. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I'm 17 years old. I can't live on 200 texts a month. 200? 200 incoming and outgoing. Yeah. So Maybe for every one I send you and you send back, that's two. I have no clue how much I text. You got now. the one, you, you'd have the one rich friend who was just had unlimited. And they would just pepper you, and you'd be like, stop it, man. Because every time I send it back, I'm getting one off me. No, you literally have used 25 of mine. (laughs) Yeah, it was a big deal when we got unlimited. I was, uh, I think, senior year of high school or something. We got unlimited. Do you text 200 times a month now? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Easily. I don't even care. Is that something we can check, like our screen time? Probably. I do get I do get messages each week about what your how the percentage of your screen time has gone up or down this month this week. I think I got two hundred text messages to vote for people last month. Okay. I that's alone. That's true. Yeah, especially like with work and reaching out to people and everything. I probably send just in work text probably two hundred a week. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. And then you have the weird family group chat where I, well, maybe you guys oh, don't, yeah. but I got the family oh, yeah. group chat where I will some mornings wake up and be like, how do I have 34 messages? Yes, yes. Oh, I mute those. And it's just like, <laughs> Danny, <laughs> Danny, Danny muted mutes too. his family. Mine are muted too. Absolutely. The family? Yeah, uh, the muted. only time I ever don't mute them is if we have a group chat for a specific reason. Like, in August, like a like a family reunion, or yeah, like in August, or... I went back grandma east. up from the airport. <laughs> I went back east for my cousin's wedding, so me and all my cousins had a group text to like meet up and make plans while we were out there. As soon as the wedding was over, text is muted. Yeah, bye. You're oh, out of here. He's 100 percent wow. right. I have I have every family group chat that I'm in. I'm in my families. I'm also in Brandy's families. They're both muted. So you never know what's happening. I'll, I will eventually check them, but here, here's the problem. In those, because there's like eight plus people in them, when a conversation starts, there's 30 messages in the span of 90 seconds. Yes. And, and yeah, my yes. phone is just sure. going to nonstop, right. so I mute it. I'll come back and read it eventually. Right. But and, I don't need my phone vibrating that much in a short period of time. And the damn iPhone users liking freaking things. Oh, I do for, that all the time. For you. The, yes, you do. <laughs> oh, we can do that now, the, though. Yeah, I don't have the update yet. But I, do it, we I can. do it all the time because that's my response to you so that I don't have to text. Yes. But I just give it, a thumbs it, up. You give the thumbs up. Down. I give the thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but my, so like my mom will say something, my sister will like that, my dad will like that, my sister liked that, and then it's just this like, I'm like... <laughs> and they all ping. Yeah. yeah. Every yes, every one of them. And I'm just like, okay, guys, yes, we will watch the Ted Lasso Christmas special sometime in December. Ed, do you remember having a limited number of minutes... 
but minutes were free like after 8 p.m. and on weekends. Yeah, nights no. and weekends. Did you, you ever don't have remember to, that? Did you ever have to pay a long distance bill? Uh, well, we had to pay with the the rotary phone, right? I mean, we had long distance bills there, right? I just remember long distance being a big thing. I, think I remember like, long distance being you, yeah. you dialed one before the number and you were paying we, more. We had long <laughs> I just know that. I think I, we what paid I know. long distance up until like 2005. I yeah. know that. I'm I'm genuinely like. All of a sudden, they went, you know, these wires have been up forever. We don't really have to charge for them. <laughs> when, I, okay, I guess you didn't. I mean, your kids are younger than all of me and Jared yes, and Danny. Yes. But even just you, like you should have had a cell phone that you had to pay for a certain number of minutes. It should have been about the size of a brick. <laughs> <Of a> <laughs> yeah. I would just get a bill and pay it. It would have been. <laughs> he just didn't look at it. He was just like, whatever. No, I just, uh, if I, whatever I owed, I just said, okay, I guess I owe that this month. <laughs> I remember when they came out with uh, well, my phone kids are- cases for uh, iPhones that were the old gray big brick right? phones. And people would walk around with that in their back pocket. I was like, why? What are you doing? Well, my kids have always are young enough to have always had unlimited. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, when I've always had unlimited. The end of my high school when I was a senior, it was unlimited. unlimited. Yeah. So I think that's, that's when, when they did away new. with all like the pay as you go. I think you or can pay for still minutes. get them. Can you? Yeah. I think I, that's what Ryan. I think that's what Ryan Reynolds is selling us on yeah. TV. You can, you can still buy them with a limited number of minutes. So you're just not paying as much. Yeah. I suppose. It's, I hope it's cheaper if you don't have unlimited. But yeah, you can definitely get still limits. It's just. I, I would never do that. That sounds stupid. It's cruel.